It's time for the Snap.BuildCast, your podcast focused on home builders of all sizes and offering professional views of experts in the home building industry, from financing to final walkthroughs. Thanks for joining us. Let's get building. Welcome to Snap.BuildCast. It's Michael D'Antonio, and I am here with special guest Brad David. Brad is the executive VP of Snap.Build. Welcome, Brad. Thanks for having me. You have a big title. Yeah, that's, that's exactly <laughs> right. So let's talk about what you do. I mean, let's talk about first what you did, right? Sure. So, you know, the cast is all about builders. It's all about residential home construction, and it's about the industry. Um, and Snap.Build plays a role in that. But you have a unique background in the sense that you're a builder, so talk a little bit about your experience and, and how you got involved in, in building. Sure. You know, so I always kind of describe myself as, as the builder in the crowd. And, um, you know, by that, I, I grew up in the business. My family was in the residential development and new home construction business in, in the Atlanta market for 40 years. And so I grew up in the business after I graduated from the University of Georgia I uh, went to work for the largest home builder in the country at the time, which was Syntex Homes, and did that for a couple years and then joined the family business. Uh, you know, numerous stops along the way, but that's that's kind of the short version. So I have a background in uh, development, new home construction, new home sales. I'm a licensed contractor in the state of Georgia, licensed real estate agent in the state of Georgia. And so kind of have a, a broad spectrum of experiences as far as new construction goes. Why, why building? How do you, what, what drew you to, um, right? Because yeah, when, when everyone's in college, you're like, I'm going to be sure, you know, an sure. astronaut, right? What, what, what led you to well, construction and, and that industry? Um, there are a lot of reasons I'm not an astronaut, but, uh, <laughs> no, I, I was drawn to it. You know, growing up, I, I did the typical, uh, you know, kind of builder's kid, um, routine where I worked for my dad and my uncles and did every odd job you could think of from yeah. cleaning out houses to, you know, what, whatever it, you know, could possibly be cleaning sheetrock out of houses is, is the one thing that should have driven me from ever wanting to be involved in the business, but it didn't. And so, you know, I had a great relationship with my dad. Yeah. Um, it was always kind of a dream to go work with him. And, and I love the industry. I love the, the ability to, you know, create and build things. And, you know, it's, it's not that different from other things. When you grow up in it, you're close to it. You just, you're drawn to it. Yeah. That was it for me. Well, and it's also, you know, I have friends that are carpenters, right? And people say, oh, he's a carpenter. I think he's an artist. Absolutely. I think he's a... He's a he's a scientist, right? Like you're creating pretty much something from scratch, right? Yeah, you're, you're, when you're building homes and you're building people's dream homes, it's it's art. So and and the process of building is so interesting. As I start to get to know it more, um, you know what what do builders really care about? Like when you're working for your dad and your experiences in builders in working with builders and being a builder. What are the things they care about to, to be successful? Sure, you know, the and, and kind of to your point, the, the part of the business that I was always drawn to and really enjoyed the most was the creative aspect of it. The hard part of the building business is the finance piece of it. It's just difficult. And, you know, so especially when you're talking about, 
you know, speculative homes. Well, we, we, we call them specs. It's a term that's kind of an industry standard. But what that is, is it means there's a builder out there that's going out, identifying property. He's choosing a house plan, and he's building that house in a speculative nature, hoping that he finds a buyer for it. You know, it sounds super easy. You know, who wouldn't buy a house, et cetera. But it, right. there are a lot of nuances to it, and it's complicated. You know, but one of the, the biggest challenges that all builders face, no matter what size, whether it's the guy doing a couple of houses a year or it's the guy trying to really grow his business and do a multi-unit, you know, kind of business model, they all need funding. You know, they all need access to capital because that's the that's the gas that makes the engine run in the building business. It's very capital intense and, you know, it affects their profitability. It affects their ability to grow and scale. And so... You know, that's, that's really, if you, and I've got, you know, builder friends across the country, every different size you can think of, and every one of them to a man is always looking for access to capital, cheaper capital, and capital that, that fits their business need, you know? Yeah. And, and that's one of the things that, that we are as a lender. We're a builder-friendly lender. And I can say that because I'm a builder, and now I'm on this side of the table trying to get other builders' money. To, right. Yeah. So I know their their pain points. I know the the stress level of what they're doing, and so I I feel like I'm in a unique position to to help them through that. Well, and also you you said something. It doesn't really matter based on um, the type of organization, type of building organization, whether they're still looking for money, whether it be millions of dollars or $250,000, right? That builder needs that funding to be able to build, to grow their business and to um, pay their people, right? I mean, that's that's what it comes Yeah. I mean, I've had conversations, you know, already today with some groups that are looking for, you know, a, a facility, they need access to 150 million in capital. And then I just got off the phone with a guy that has built two houses with us, and he's looking to do a couple more. Those are two or three hundred thousand dollar houses, and so it doesn't matter the size and the scale. The challenge is always the same. Yep, yep. Where and in your experience, because you're you, like you said, you're you're now you've you've had the experience on the builder side. You're now on the more the lending side, and 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 you see both the worlds. What has changed over the last ten years? I mean, in the building. Sure. Industry, yeah. the construction industry, the lending. What what changes have you seen that um, have been beneficial to builders, and also maybe not so much? Yeah, well, it's it's an interesting question because, to be perfectly honest, it's it's why we exist. It's, mm-hmm. It was really the the genesis of our company was the fact that coming out of the crash, you know, of oh seven, oh eight, oh nine, um, there was a need. Again, builders of all levels, shapes, and sizes, they were having access, trouble getting access to capital. And a lot of that was because of the things that happened in the last crash. And, and I try not to go too deep in the weeds on those issues because there's a lot of PTSD for me and for yeah, other yeah, folks. For other, and, right. you know, but the reality is a lot of things that happened you know, through the course of that buildup and then the, the subsequent you know, kind of I hate to use the word crash, but that's what it, it was. That's what it was, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that really shaped how we came out of it and, and how the lending environment, you know, to your question, how the, how the lending environment changed for builders. It was tough for builders to get spec money. It was tough for, you know, builders that didn't have super strong balance sheets to get access to any money. And so right. one of the things that we were able to do with, you know, we've got a technology 
piece, a platform that runs all of our lending activities, you know, we were able to go to capital partners and say, hey, look, we know spec builders that need money. We underwrite at least as stringently as as you do or you ever have. And then we've got a way to control the funding process that really mitigates the risk from a lender's perspective. And so we were able to go to capital groups. They want to be in the space. Yeah. But... They, they couldn't take the chance of going down the road that they went, you know, through before. And so, you know, the, the platform that we developed is really, and, and really that's what drew me to the company. Right, you know? right. I'm still a builder. I still build houses. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's, that's where my brain kind of always is comfortable. But when I saw this platform, I knew two things. I, I knew that I had builder, friends, relationships that could use the access to this type of capital and the technology there to help drive their business. And I also knew that every lender I had ever dealt with, and, and I, I had, you know, facilities all the way from guys the size of Bank of America down to regional community right. banks, I knew that they needed our technology to manage the flow of their funds. Well, that's your experience on the builder side saying this isn't BS, because I'm sure you got pitched when you were a builder by many companies, many tech, sure, you absolutely. know, and, and figuring out like, is this really going to work for me? Is this really going to help me build my business? Those are tough decisions for builders because you make the wrong one yeah. and you're screwed. Well, in there, in there, you know, when you're smaller and you make those decisions, there's a there's a capital commitment that's that's big. You know, the the bigger you are, it, it's relative, of course. But you know, part of what we always ran into in Metro Atlanta was you had the larger national builders. And so as a small kind of regional or, or you know, semi-regional builder, what we were always trying to do is how do I compete with, at the time it was Syntex or there was a massive builder in, in Metro Atlanta, John Whelan Homes, and I was very enamored with mm-hmm. the processes and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I'm building 10 houses a year. How do I compete? Typically, it was through technology. Right. And, and again, this is dating myself a little bit, but that's pre-internet and right. you know, some yeah. of the, the amazing you know, uh, developments we've had since then. But I was always trying to find, I, I felt like technology was a way for me to compete with the big boys. Well, And, and, and I try would, to close that gap. And try to close that yeah. gap. I could do more with less, et cetera. And, and you know, so I have... In, I had implemented various project management softwares, et cetera. They were always, they took a lot of, you know, man hours to run. So you're trying to run a business, you're trying to implement this piece of technology to help you do better, but I never could really implement it in a way that helped my business grow. And so when I saw what Snap was doing in terms of connecting the the capital to the technology piece, which ultimately builders outsource that to us. It's part of every loan that we have. They don't have to hire anybody. They don't have to add staff. In fact, the opposite happens a lot. They they can take people that are just doing this data entry on on the lending piece, accounts payable, et cetera. Those people can do other things in their business. They can work on their business rather than in In it. it. You know, that's that's an old adage, but it's so true. And so... That's when I saw, okay, wait a minute, the light bulb went off. There, yep. there are some really interesting things going on here, and and I just, uh, it made a lot of sense to me. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Brad, thanks for your insight, and uh, we will be talking again. So cool stuff around yeah. technology, the industry, your background, and thanks so much. Yeah, I look forward to it. Thank you.